Hi, you're listening to Sincerely Mrs. Mommy, the podcast. SincerelyMrsMommy.com is a mom lifestyle blog dedicated to sharing authentic tips, advice, and inspirational stories for the modern mom. Our goal is to encourage you to grow, thrive, and be confident in every role that you lead. My name is Desiree Ofori. I'm the founder and the host for today. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of Sincerely Mrs. Mommy, the podcast. And I'm just so thankful if you are listening, <laughs> the fact that you are hearing my voice and that I'm actually doing this. Um, it it means a lot both ways. Um, this podcast has been in the works for literally about two years people have been telling me that I need to do a podcast or requesting that I would do one and I've always shied away from it um, mostly because I just felt overwhelmed with the expectations that I had of what a podcast should sound like or what it should look like the setup um, the segments everything that goes into podcasting um, at the level that I love to (laughs) listen to them at and um, I really shied away and talked myself out of it but Um, the last few weeks I've just been feeling like I really need to be obedient to what I feel um, God is telling me to do and listening to my followers and the people who read the blog and who support me if you're asking for something that means that you want it and um, instead of me keep ignoring it and asking you what else do you want (laughs) I need to just go ahead and do it so here we are I'm in the car right now with Kingston um my two and a half month old baby if you don't know who I am I have a little boy um he's two and a half months old and I have another little boy he's three years old Samson and I've been married for um going on nine years been with my husband for 10 years and um we are the Ophoris totally went backwards in explaining and (laughs) who I am but I am not going to record re-record this because it will never get out Um, Even the intro itself took me, I can't even count how many times and how many days I've tried recording the intro. So you guys are going to get what I give you (laughs) straight off of my head. Um, Nothing pretty. Um, I'm just going to uncut, unedited. I'm just going to go for it. I love to be transparent because I feel that when you're transparent and when you're honest, not only does it allow people to connect with you better... Um, And they can see that you are relatable, but there's just something special about being authentic and um, sometimes uncouth um, and raw with, you know, your emotions and what you're thinking and what you're feeling. And I'm really great at writing. I'm a really great writer. I will toot my own horn (laughs) with that, but I'm not that confident when it comes to spoken word and speaking in front of people and things like that so for this podcast that's another reason why I've shied away so long from it because I'm like oh I need the editing software and I need this and that but we're just gonna go for it so by the time that you hear this episode I will have launched my first um not first my um the blog post about postpartum depression um sharing my story about it Oh, that was really hard to write. And it's not something that I had even planned on sharing about until I was probably long 
gone past the experience of it and would consider myself completely over it and um, healed and whatnot. But last week, um, I my husband had left. I don't remember for what. And I just had that spirit, that feeling of depression just come back over me again. And I just pulled out my phone and started writing. And it was similar to the same experience I had with my blog post, um, the prayers for broken marriages. I think that's the title of it. (laughs) But, um, yeah, it, it was like I had a dream and I woke up and immediately started writing the prayer on my phone. And this was kind of the same thing. I had this feeling come over me, pulled out my phone and started to write. And that's how my um, story about the postpartum depression came out. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you can go to my website, SincerelyMrsMommy.com and look for the blog post titled Postpartum Depression, The Truth and Struggle. So I wanted to come on here and just talk more, a little bit more about my experience with postpartum depression. And you'll hear baby in the background. Like I said, we are in the car um, after church. Well, church is still going on. I had to come out and feed nurse him. So, oh, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay, baby. It's okay. Mom life, right? So, let's see if we can get him settled. Okay, here we go. So, I'm back. Got him settled. So, yeah. Um, if I'm honest with myself, I've been dealing with depression since, for a long time. <laughs> but, um, related to um, pregnancy and postpartum, it really started when I found out probably shortly after I found out that I was pregnant with Kingston. Um, I had left my job that same day and the goal, the mission, the plan was to do this blogging full time and also to, you know, start back up my art business and do that full time. And when I found out that I was pregnant with Kingston the evening that I left my job, it was just very overwhelming and I was happy. I was shocked. I was surprised. I was like, oh my God, (laughs) a lot of different emotions. I actually even waited a couple days before I told my husband about it because I just needed time to sink, let it sink in. And I also have, um, the story about that as well on the blog, but, um, yeah, it was a lot. And so, you know, not having the money coming in, thinking about like how we're going to be able to provide for this child and everything that comes with it. It was just very um, difficult for me. I was very overwhelmed. I had a lot of anxiety over it, um, depression, and just kind of feeling like embarrassed and also like a failure. But it's crazy because so many good things were happening um, in that time period between finding out that I was pregnant and having Kingston. Um, and I have, again, another blog post about that as well on the blog. And I'll link all of, not link, but I'll put in the description bar all of um, the titles to these blog posts. They all kind of go together. My Mom Boss series. If you look for Mom Boss series on my, on my um, or Mom Boss diaries on my blog, you'll see what I'm talking about. But, um, yeah, so it was just a difficult time. I even, you guys, I even canceled my big baby shower because I was 
looking back, like it's only because I was, you know, depressed and anxious and overwhelmed. I was pretty much planning it by myself. I had one other friend that was helping me um, with like details and like to bounce ideas off of. But we were going to be hosting it at our home. Um, didn't really have the money to go rent a big place. And our invite list was getting pretty big. Like, I think it was probably almost to 100 people. And I'm like, where are we going to park all these people? Um, how are we going to fit all these people into the house? Even though not everybody may show up, but a good amount may. And um, I just felt really overwhelmed. I wanted to celebrate, but kind of felt guilty about it as well. Because I thought, and this is, I don't think I've really shared this with um, many people. But I felt like because we had a son already <laughs> who was three and we saved quite a bit of his things that it was kind of like pointless to have another baby shower like that's kind of like selfish and being greedy and now looking back like that is a totally ridiculous thought to think um if people want to bless you and they want to be there for you I could have had a baby you know a year later after having Samson and could have had a baby shower and people still would have came and blessed us so you know it's been three years four years you know if you count pregnancy time and I just I just really regret canceling that shower um I wish that I had reached out for people to like give me ideas of where I could host it for on the low or for free or if somebody could help with that but I didn't and um actually I think it was maybe like a week or two before the baby shower that I canceled it the big shower and was like I'm just gonna do just family and friends I had one really difficult night where I was crying and sobbing and just really really depressed and um of course at that time I didn't see it as depression I just thought it was like just hormones and just you know going through the motions but I just kept in my head it just kept pounding I just want my family I just want my family I just want my family and so I canceled the big baby shower and just left it to family and um, really close friends who had been with us during the pregnancy. Um, I hadn't, we hadn't been going to our church, our main church, um, the whole year we hadn't been there. And so there was a lot of people from church that I was inviting that I hadn't seen in a long time. And um, it just, I felt like I was again being selfish or greedy <laughs> to invite these people who I haven't seen in forever to come to my baby shower and to celebrate us but I felt like I needed to still celebrate the life of Kingston because he didn't ask to be here and he was a blessing and he has been a blessing in disguise and you know I'm here looking at him right now and it just whenever I think about it and talk about it and I'm looking at him it just breaks my heart um but his eyes are so loving and I know yes you're so loving <laughs> and I'm so happy you're here and mommy just had a really hard time dealing with it mommy had a really hard time dealing with it but yeah do you guys hear him <laughs> but I love you I love you so much but yeah so I dealt with um you they would call it prenatal depression and anxiety I dealt with that during the pregnancy and then we also had like a lot of other stuff going on in our lives that just really made it complicated and just intensified everything after I gave birth I felt um 
disconnected. I wasn't sure if it was because how fast my delivery happened. Like I labored all day, but was in denial that I was in labor. And by the time we got to the hospital and got admitted to the hospital, I delivered Kingston 15 minutes later. So I wasn't sure if I was just in shock by everything that had happened that day. Um, but I definitely did feel disconnected. I remember looking at him in the hospital, in the bed, and just kind of like he's crying and just feeling like disconnected. And I wasn't sure if it was because I, um, it was just a hormones or if it was because like, oh, this is my second child. He'll be all right. He can cry. <laughs> like, whereas Samson, I was like, oh, get him, pick him up for every little thing. And so I was kind of trying to psych myself out like, oh, it's just because it's my second child and I'm a little bit more, he can, he'll be all right. But looking back, that was definitely the depression um, kicking in strong. And, you know, I've since learned that after you deliver, after you give birth, your hormones, um, they drastically um, drop. Whatever hormones that you had during the pregnancy drastically drop to bring you back to normal. And so there's a lot of stuff that goes on with your body mentally, emotionally, physically that people don't even really understand or talk about that much and I definitely struggled um we had a lot of help when I came home um I was adamant you know about telling my family that I needed help once we got home you know um not just for me but because we had you know the toddler and I just knew that it would be near impossible for me to cope um and take care of a toddler and a newborn um, I believe that I had postpartum depression with Samson and that was one of the reasons why I was kind of scared to have another baby because I didn't want to go through it again and well here I am <laughs> gone through it again um, but during that time I think it was easy to not really notice because I had so much help and I often let my mom or my sister you know take Kingston and you know just do what they will with him not do what they will but you know take care of him and so I could, you know, sleep. I slept a lot. Um, and um, I just really struggled with, I just really struggled in silence. Um, it wasn't until my six-week postpartum appointment, I went to the doctor's office. And I'm sorry if I'm rambling. I'm just trying to get this done. But um, the doctor, after she, you know, checked me and everything, then she asks about depression and how I was feeling and I just broke down in tears and just let her know that I have been having scary thoughts about you know harm to my children and what would happen to them and um and don't think I ever really had any suicidal thoughts but I just really did have you know thoughts of like what would happen if I wasn't here anymore and like if I accidentally hurt them or if I did something to them um, a lot of obtrusive thoughts just like pounding in my head there were times where I actually had to like get up and leave the room because I was that afraid that something was going to happen so she um diagnosed me with postpartum depression and then she asked me if I was opposed to medication and I said no um I thought of one of my old professors who had told me that she had um postpartum depression and was on medication for it 
and I thought you know if she could do it I could do it it's not that big a deal I'll just take it you know long enough to get my mindset and to be able to get through this and then I'll you know wean myself off and um, I took it for three days I actually waited a whole day because you know I'm also breastfeeding so I didn't want anything that would have negative effects on Kingston and the doctor she said you know women take these medications when they're breastfeeding and they also take them when they're pregnant so you know it's not that big of a deal she didn't say it's not that big of a deal but that's basically the gist of what I felt that she was saying but I just felt like just because others do it doesn't mean that I have to do it and so I went ahead and took it um, after doing my own research and um, I took it for like about three days I felt so drowsy and I was just like I'm more afraid to be on this medication and care for my children than to be off of the medication so um i got off the meds i stopped cold turkey which wasn't too bad because i'd only been taking it for three days um i called the doctor's office told them that i wanted to stop it they tried to get me to take something else i said no um i'm just gonna go along with therapy like i had planned to and try to do some other things to help me to get back on track I did have a follow-up appointment with the nurse practitioner the following week and so they were okay with me not taking any meds because they knew I was coming back in for a follow-up um, during that time I came up with a game plan that I went ahead and called a therapist and made an appointment so um, I am getting professional therapy and then um, I decided that I would also change my diet because I know I was eating horrible and that, you know, what you put in, you get out. So I wanted to change my diet. I also planned to check out, you know, vitamins that I might be deficient in and to see if that would help to elevate my mood. And then I also planned to get active. So whether it was um, doing a video workout routine or just going on walks with Kingston to get outside to get fresh air and that natural vitamin D, that was my goal and my plan to do. And when I met with the therapist, not with the therapist, with the nurse practitioner and told her all my plans, she felt very confident in them. And she rated me, um, she had me do a depression scale, anxiety scale, and it was pretty low at the time. So they were confident with that. I have gone to my therapist. I've been to one session so far. I have another one coming up this week. Um, hopefully by the time that you hear this, I would have already seen her. And um, I'm excited about therapy. I've wanted to do it for years. My professional background is in mental health therapy. Um, even in grad school, I was like, I need to go see a therapist and <laughs> never did it. Um, but I'm glad that, you know, this time around, I'm sad that it's taken, you know, this long and such a crucial, um, significant thing to happen to me for me to do it. But it's better late than never. I just want to encourage you moms out there who are struggling with postpartum depression. Um, it's, it's very difficult. A lot of people go in silence they don't talk about it on the outside it looks like everything's okay and you're great and people are like will be like oh but you're smiling and you know so many great things are happening to you and you will feel guilty because you're like everything is good around me but I just can't feel it I just can't see it everything is dark and I just want to pull away but speak up find somebody who you can trust to talk to about it I was scared 
to talk about the in-depth about you know what was going on because I was like what if they take away my kids what if they put me away into you know a mental institute like I just had all these thoughts but I was more afraid of what would happen if I didn't speak up and I knew I had to say something and I knew also that I had to take my own medicine I always tell women you're not alone speak up <laughs> speak your truth if something is going on find the support and talk about it and I knew I had to do it myself it may seem crazy for me to um, be in the midst of this still and to talk about it um, when I'm not completely over it but you know I feel like the dark things they will continue to have power over you if you don't shed light on them if you don't put them out in the light if you don't speak up if you don't let people know what's going on they will have control over you and I don't want this depression I don't want this anxiety to have control over me anymore I want to be free from it I want to be released from it I want to feel happy I want to be fully engaged there was even times when you know in the beginning of the pregnant not pregnancy but in the beginning of after having Kingston that I had to literally say out loud I love you I love my baby it was that deep and that dark and it's just it's like I know that I love my kid I know that I logically I know that I love him but I like literally had to say it aloud I love my son I love my baby this is my baby I love him and so even if you have to do that, you know, speak the positive things, even if you don't believe it at the time, even if you're finding it hard to accept it, speak the positive things, the affirmations, find the scripture, um, find good things to, you know, focus on, focus on the good. That's my new motto. Focus on the good. Just focus on the good. I just want to leave this with um, a prayer real quick. Um and before I do, definitely check out my blog post to, you know, see more of what it looks like for me and my explanation about it. And um, I have some resources on there as well. The um, postpartumstresscenter.com is a great resource to learn more about postpartum depression and anxiety and mood disorders. And also the suicide hotline is on there as well. Um, as long as well as some other um, links to some relatable blog posts that I have on the blog about it. So here's my prayer for you. Lord God, I pray for the women who are struggling, who have no one to talk to about this depression, this anxiety, the overwhelming feeling that overcomes us. I pray, Lord God, that through sharing my story and shedding light, Lord God, that you will help those women to feel your love, to know that they are loved, to know that they are cared for, to know that they are not crazy, that they will overcome this, that it is not going to take over them that they will find light, that they will see the sun, and that they will overcome this. I pray, Lord God, that you would just release the depression, lift the fog, lift the anxiety, give them a peace that they will never be able to um, deny, that they feel your peace, that they feel your love, that they feel your joy. I pray, God, that you would restore all of these things to them. I pray, God, that you would place people in their lives that will um, motivate them, that will inspire them, that will encourage them, that will not tear them down, that will support them. I pray, Lord God, for people who are listening, who um, have never experienced anything like this, and this is new to them, or they know somebody that is going through this, I pray, God, that you would give them guidance on how to be there for that person, when to speak, um, when not to speak, when to just pray, when to just be an encouragement, how to step in 
to love on them and to let that woman know that they are not alone. And even for the men that go through this as well, I pray God for them that you would cover them and protect them and that you would just guide them and give them the braveness to be able to speak up to someone that they are struggling as well. I thank you, God, for this platform that you've given me to be able to speak up. And even in the struggle of this, I thank you for it because it's allowed me to see me differently and it's allowed me to pull out things that I never knew that I had. And it's allowing me to be able to be a witness and to encourage other women and to definitely to be able to say with confidence that they are not alone because I go through it. And if they're going through it, we are all going through it together. So I just pray God for healing and you just take care of all of us for safety for our kids that our children will not be adversely affected by what we struggle with and that they will be nurtured and they will be loved and i just pray for our safety in your name i pray amen well you guys i'm gonna end it here you can follow me um on the blog subscribe to the blog sincerelymrsmommy.com you can subscribe and get updates and notifications of new blog posts in your inbox you can also follow me on instagram and on facebook at sincerely mrs mommy and um where else if you want to email me and respond to this privately you can email me at sincerely mrs mommy at gmail.com and hopefully the next episode will be a little bit more put together not on the whim but i hope you enjoyed oh don't cry you're sad for them to go oh i'm gonna wrap this up thanks guys take care Thanks again for listening to Sincerely Mrs. Mommy, the podcast. You can follow along with the blog post at www.sincerelymrsmommy.com. If you'd like to send an email, you can do so at sincerelymrsmommy at gmail.com. And if you'd like to follow us on social, you can at Sincerely Mrs. Mommy and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Pinterest. Be sure to share this with your mom friends and tune in next week for another episode. Thanks you guys. Be blessed.